you all asked Hispanic identifying respondents how brands can best mark Hispanic Heritage Month. And the most popular answer was investing in Hispanic communities. It wasn't like a new campaign. It wasn't like a new special edition product. It was investing in the community. It's like very clear what folks want. You don't have to educate me. You don't have to talk about like this historical figure or where my folks came from. Do something in my community. I think it should be a very clear signal to all brands to start with that question. How can we invest? to Inclusion and Marketing, the show that's all about helping you win the attention, adoration, and loyalty of more consumers, especially those with differences that are often ignored by brands. I'm your host, Sonia Thompson, a marketer and someone with a lot of differences. Let's get to it. Okay, I've got another podcast recommendation for you. It's Latinx in Power, hosted by Thaisa Fernandez. It's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. This podcast features interviews with top-level executives, entrepreneurs, and innovators from Latin America, aiming to demystify the tech industry by providing listeners with insider perspectives and insight from Latin American leaders who have succeeded in their fields. I like listening to this podcast because I like hearing from a broad diversity of voices and hearing from and learning from their experiences. One episode I'm super excited to dive into is the latest one, Lead Generation Journey with Glenville Dixon Jr. Listen to Latinx Empower wherever you get your podcasts. A couple of years ago, a family friend sent a photo to our group chat with a big smiley face. It was a photo of the Black History Month display she saw in her local Target as soon as she walked in the store. I looked at it and I smiled and I remember thinking it was nice to be seen. While some brands do really well when it comes to celebrating communities during their heritage months, like Black History Month, Women's History Month, Pride, Hispanic Heritage Month, Asian American and Pacific Islander Month, there are plenty of others that struggle. And there's also a large group of brands that stay on the sidelines because they aren't sure how to engage or even if they should. So as we get closer to a new year at the time of this recording, and it's time to decide about what your brand will celebrate and what you won't, I thought it'd be helpful to bring in some reinforcements to help guide you. That's why I chatted with Arturo Gutierrez, the Senior Vice President of Strategy at CodeWord, an integrated marketing agency. He's also a former management consultant that's advised Fortune 500 clients across the Americas, Europe, and the Middle East. Arturo and his team at CodeWord did a survey to find out what consumers want with regard to these types of celebrations, and the insights and discussion we have around them is relevant and applicable for you, no matter your size, no matter your budget, or no matter your experience engaging with communities in this manner. So without further ado, here's that chat with Arturo. Hey, Arturo. Thanks so much for joining me today. How are you? Doing great. Great to be here. Happy to meet you in video person. (laughs) You as well. You as well. Well, I'm super excited um, about this topic uh, today. It's it's a super juicy one and I think something that's going to be really relevant for a lot of brands. Um, But before we dive too much into the specifics of it, let's just, you know, bring everybody else along. Who are you and what do you do? I'm the SVP of strategy at CodeWord. 
We're a creative communications agency headquartered in New York. I'm in Los Angeles. A lot of our folks are kind of all over the place as well. Yeah, but I do all things strategy and help our clients connect with the communities they're trying to reach. Awesome. Okay. So the communities that they're trying to reach, and I know increasingly brands are focused very much so on trying to reach diverse communities. And one of the ways in which they do that is by showing that they care and showing that they um, support and want to celebrate uh, communities during different heritage months. So it's November now, but we just recently finished with Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, Why should brands consider celebrating these different months as they're thinking about engaging different communities? Yeah, something interesting I think has happened in the past few years where I think the expectation is, is there to start off with. I think there's an expectation there for brands to connect with folks in a way that is a little bit um, maybe still adjacent to the product or the service that they're selling, uh, but connecting in a way that does not seem like it's the brand servicing themselves. So first, but there are a few clear benefits that we've thought through over here at CodeWord. I mean, the first one being that hopefully you're more than the product that you're selling and you're showing audiences that you are capable of doing something else for them besides giving them those reasons to believe for the folks that have the product marketing background, right? Um, And connecting with them in an authentic way. And then secondly, it can be a very successful loyalty play. You should support and build up the community you're hoping consumes or uses the thing that you're making. Um, There's a bit of an expectation there, I think, that is only going to grow. And it's worth, even if you haven't participated in these months previously, like just getting your foot in the door, just getting going somehow. Yeah. I like that you talked about the expectation um, because consumer expectations are fast changing. And as they are taking notice that brands are working harder to get their attention, it's not the, the way I like to say it is just because you decide to show up to the party doesn't mean that everybody's just going to welcome you with open arms, right? Like, it's just, (laughs) you know, you kind of have to, like, prove that, you know, you're you're worthy of being there. (laughs) Yeah, and if you were there previously, folks remember how you showed up. You know, they might remember that you showed up and left, even. Yeah. There's some historicity at play here. Absolutely. All right, so who is the primary audience for these campaigns that brands might be engaging in for heritage months and days and weeks and things like that? Yeah. the I mean, the primary audience will always be the the community that you're trying to reach. I think, interestingly enough, some folks in the community do ask if the campaign that they're being targeted with is for them or it's meant to serve some other purpose. I think it's a healthy form of skepticism, for better or worse. But if brands can convince people that their intentions are genuine, what a great way to work through that trust early on to help resolve some of the questions for the community. I do think that by extension, it's worth considering the effect these campaigns have on other groups, even if they're not the target audience. Mm-hmm. You know, what does it say about a brand that puts some money, some time into recognizing communities, even if it's not your own? I think it's a fantastic gesture. If it's one that's consistent and has some legs and you show some longevity in your efforts, you're really building a culture that supports your values. Absolutely. At least your stated values as a brand. Every brand has those values. 
Um, but if you can show up consistently, I think it's a nice message for communities. Absolutely. I think there's a statistic that says 71% of consumers want to buy from a brand that shares their values. So more and more values and knowing what the brand's values and seeing them live those values is becoming increasingly more important. Yeah, I agree. And thanks for that insight. It's a, it's a fantastic point. Now, your company recently commissioned a survey to explore how consumers are responding to Hispanic Heritage Month celebrations in other months. Can you talk a little bit about why um, you all felt it was important to explore this in particular? Oh, man. Yeah. In like manner, we're an agency. We do a lot of client work. We're helping our clients reach these communities. Um, but we've also felt the pressure <laughs> to partake in these events, right? Um, we spent quite a bit of time looking inward the past few years and asking ourselves, what is the best way to acknowledge our people you know, within our walls, um, helping them be seen, recognized? So it started with those questions. And I think ultimately, we just really wanted to be informed. What do people really want out of these months? Um, it'll help us be a better agency to our clients. The other question that I think we asked early on was, you know, what is the Codewardian way to celebrate these months to begin with? Our values are rooted in a sort of journalistic discipline. We ask questions. We try to avoid anything that is remotely performative. I mean, we're in the ideas business. We're trying to reach communities in a meaningful way. Um, and we thought, okay, let's just go ask them. So let's go ask a thousand people. What do they think? What do they want? Are they being moved? Are their heartstrings being pulled in some way during these months? Are they being educated? Um, so that's where it started. And we were fortunate enough to get a survey out and get a few responses. Very cool. And I know your focus was on Hispanic Heritage Month, but can the results um, be sort of extrapolated to other months that celebrate other communities as well? Yes. Yes. Kind of interesting. One of the responses that we received, well, first, over 50% of the respondents did say that celebrating Heritage Months promotes an inclusive society. I found that kind of fascinating. I don't know what your experience has been. You speak to a lot of industry leaders. You've been in the room when you're doing some ideation around campaigns. I don't think that brand and marketing teams are asking themselves, how is this next campaign going to create a more inclusive society. I mean, that seems like quite the lift, right? Yeah, I don't think that they're asking that question. But if you go back to their values, and if they have inclusion or something related to diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging as a part of their values, and I, I highly recommend that they do, <laughs> um, then that's their contribution to society and goes back to what you said at the beginning, like you hope that the brand is more than just what they sell, right? Um, it does play an impact, but if they even want to relate it to their bottom line, um, there's a spillover effect. So let's say you're focusing on Hispanic Heritage Month and I see a brand celebrating it. I might not be part of this culture, but I like that you're making the effort there. I like learning about these other cultures and celebrating it. So even though I might not be the specific target, 
I can appreciate it. My husband's Latino. Like I, I, right. my, my daughter's mixed race. Right. So I appreciate that. And the brand gets extra points with me because I'm somebody who values inclusion as a whole. And I like it whenever brands do that. So I don't think that they're recognizing necessarily the, the spillover effect that they get there, whether it's happening in society or it's other consumers who aren't part of those communities who appreciate what they're doing. Yeah, there is a spillover effect. It's a byproduct of just about any effort. Again, I, I, we were fascinated by the outcome. I don't think we were expecting for that to come through in some of the responses. I think it's kind of a beautiful thing. You should write on that. Mm-hmm. And if you're a brand, you know, try to avoid being so hesitant to just get in. You know, like if your idea isn't so refined that it's tied to a marketing objective, which is tied to a business objective, which is tied to a corporate <laughs> strategy objective. It's really okay. If most folks are saying, hey, there's a positive outcome of you getting in the game, it's worth considering how you get in the game. Just get in. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think um, depending upon what you decide to do, like you said, is it educating? Is it entertaining? Is it celebrating? At the end of the day, I kind of feel like it's about making the people that you serve feel seen. They might, there's a number of ways where you can make people feel seen, but how can you do that to just show that you really understand them and you understand their plight, um, what they go through, who they are, (laughs) what their experiences are. Um, And it's not just about getting their credit cards, right? And swiping them. Yes. Yes. You know, there's a bit of a tension, even with the, um, with the language that we use to describe people that, that buy your product, use your service. We often talk about these folks as consumers. There's a POV somewhere in there about how to describe them, how to reach out to them during these months. And maybe the consideration is for this month, they're people. And like you mentioned, they're more than just the folks that are buying your product. Right. They've got a wide range of experiences and feelings and priorities, priorities for their own community. Um, and I think it's a wonderful opportunity to for brands to start asking those questions up front if they want to do something impactful. Yes. And I think digging into your point more about considering them as people, I think sometimes or a lot in a lot of instances, brands think about um, the people who are buying their products and they compartmentalize them around the product or the service that the brand is delivering and the decisions that they're making along associated with that. But as people, as consumers and people, right, we don't necessarily compartmentalize things as, oh, I need to buy razors. I need to buy a new computer. I need to buy, you know, a new pair of jeans, right? We don't necessarily compartmentalize, like everything plays into our heritage, our culture, how we experience the world. All those things play a role in our decision-making that we bring it all to the table when it comes time to decide you know, which pair of jeans I'm going to buy, which store am I going to go to, which ad am I going to pay attention to, whatever. So I think that the more brands can expand beyond just talking about their product or engaging on their product, the better they're going to be able to reach people with the conversations that they're already having in their heads. Absolutely. I cannot agree with that more. And sincerely, I think most marketers would benefit from, from hearing what you just said. It also might make them think like, oh man, there's a lot more work to do, right? (laughs) (laughs) There's always work to be done, right? But the more we dig in. I've got to really understand these people more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like to refer to it as customer intimacy. And um, Mm. if we think of the products and the services we're delivering as gifts that they were giving people, 
if you don't know somebody well, you can't give them a, a great gift, yeah. right? Like, you know, yeah. have you ever given a gift to somebody you don't know? It's a pretty crappy gift. <laughs> it just didn't land. Exactly. <laughs> but the more you know them, the deeper degree of intimacy you have with them, the easier it becomes to be able to give them something that like meets their needs perfectly. So yes, it's more work involved, but it pays dividends, pays a lot of dividends. Absolutely. Um, all right. So these results, um, whenever you ask people, you know, how they felt about the campaigns, I think, what was it? 43% said they were indifferent to the Hispanic Heritage Month campaigns, whereas 47% said they liked them. And then there was one in 10 people who didn't like them at all. Like there's always going to be some people who probably just aren't going to like those types of things. Um, yeah, you're not going to win them over. <laughs> right. Like there's just, and we're just going to leave them out. Sure. But um, and that was of the general population of the survey. And then I believe it was 43% of um, people of Hispanic descent said they approved where 40% expressed indifference. From your perspective, does the high levels of indifference, nearly half and 40% in some instances, is that a reflection of the campaigns in general? Or is it more of... Is it about like these campaigns, brands engaging in supporting, celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month or Black History Month or Pride Month? Or is it about the quality of the campaigns that are being delivered? Yeah. Oh, man, I think there's a couple of things at play here. First of all, we we weren't terribly surprised that a lot of people are, aren't moved or touched by these campaigns. You're not going to satisfy, especially the Hispanic community, which within the community, you know, this incredibly diverse. Yes. Right. Um, so maybe that's not going to occur. One thing, and this isn't a full fleshed out thought that we've had is, I don't know if brands are going into the communities and asking the communities themselves, like, what is it that you would like to see? How is it that we you would like for us to show up? And if we aren't doing that and our, we're creating campaigns in a bit of a vacuum, we might miss the mark. The other thing that's at play here is, Folks do have a consideration. This came through with a few of the responses from the survey. They do remember that X brand came through for a month and then they left. So uh, I know for a lot of brands, the efforts are new, but the Hispanic community in particular maybe remembers that they've had interactions with a number of these brands. They came through, they made a donation. They showed up for a little bit of time. Amazing that they showed up, by the way. Like any effort is a great effort. Connect with your audience. But maybe the expectations are shifting mm -hmm. and the communities are expecting a little bit more because they've given so much to build up these these companies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you showed up once. So we're welcoming you with open arms. So you have to do a lot more to sort of earn their respect I think so. and sort of um, attention. Totally get it. And that makes sense. Yeah. And going back to whenever you do it over time, because it's not enough to say, for a brand, oh, we did this campaign and it didn't like yield any results. So we're not going to do that again next year. We don't want them to do that. Um, there's a lot of learning that comes and iterating that comes from just like you said, showing up and getting into it and, and engaging in the process. Yeah. I'd, you know, I'd be really curious how many, how many brands are changing or shifting around their measurement plans around this period as well. And I know this is in a discussion around insights and analytics and measurement, but if they're really saying like, oh, it had no impact, I don't know, were you measuring the right thing at that moment mm -hmm. for that month? You know, if you're driving with education, it, 
maybe you should not expect for volume to be moving for you to sell that thing a little bit more. Right. Um, and that'll get you closer to identifying why it's important to celebrate the months to begin with. Absolutely. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. Like trying to remember the name of that guy you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron or could it be Don or John or Sean? Yeah, that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution part, at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that handles frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps reps anticipate customer needs in a full 360 view of every customer so your go-to-market team can keep a pulse on accounts before trying to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service and happier customers at every stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Okay. And this kind of is connected to what you were just saying about measurement. And but this is kind of from on the other side. In your survey, more than 60% of general respondents said that they had not learned anything more about Hispanic cultures and communities through these campaigns. I don't know if that was, that may have been their expectation. The brands that might not have been their objective in, in terms of education as well. Should brands be thinking about education as a component of these campaigns? Because like Hispanic Heritage Month isn't just for the Hispanic community. It's for a broad, like it's celebrating them, but there's also opportunity to bring others along as well. So how should brands be thinking about the objective of what it is that they're trying to accomplish when they're doing these types of celebrations? Should education definitely be a component of it? Or is it purely just we're celebrating you, the community, and nobody else really matters? Oh, man. I think everyone matters mm-hmm. when it comes to these months. As we discussed earlier, there's a, there's your primary audience, and then there are the folks that are going to see the campaign. It's not exactly for them, but it's going to resonate in some way because it's attached to your values. First, I think there's always going to be a form of education with these months of celebration, regardless of who the community is. Mm-hmm. And if you're a brand that wants to do a little bit more, it's okay to not focus on education. It's a lot easier to think of historical figures in X community, create a couple of infographics, put a little video out, (laughs) than it is to go into the community, create some tangible change. So I think if you're a brand with a healthy budget, you should just assume someone else is going to take care of the education piece. Mm -hmm. And if 60% of the respondents are saying, you know, it didn't quite work for us, consider doing something else. Perhaps it's a little bit closer to the thing you do well. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like um, every Martin Luther King day, you kind of already know what you're going to see. <laughs> you know, you're going to see like the same sort of quotes over and over and over again, the same pictures. And it's just like a recycle sort of thing that somebody could have put together in 15 minutes. Right. So I know what you mean whenever you're saying like, you don't have to do that, you know, rely on just, you know, these couple of figures that everybody else does because it just feels, right. you know. <laughs> and someone's going to do it. I, yeah. I think we can assume that Martin Luther King Day is going to have some semblance of all the previous ones. Yeah. 
So what what can we do that perhaps is new, is unique, is is tied to what we are good at, you know, in like manner to how we internally at CodeWord ask ourselves, how are we going to approach this month? Mm-hmm. Should we try and educate folks? I don't know. What can we do? We've got this survey partner. They're fantastic. Let's get a couple of questions out there. And by the way, we're probably going to have to inform our own clients yeah. how to approach these months. So let's do something that's a little bit closer to our, our bread and butter. I think all brands should ask themselves that. For sure. I found this this next question um, fascinating, and I love what people came back with, so I'm excited to dig into it. It says, you all asked Hispanic identifying respondents how brands can best mark Hispanic Heritage Month, and the most popular answer was investing in Hispanic communities. It wasn't like a new campaign. It wasn't like a new special edition product. It was investing in the community, and I, I don't feel like enough brands understand the importance of this. Can you talk about why investing in diverse communities is so important? And if you if you have maybe even suggestions, practical ways that they can get started doing so? Yeah. You know, this is a tricky one. First, super curious response, by the way. It's like very clear what folks want. You don't have to educate me. You don't have to talk about like this historical figure or where my folks came from. Do something in my community. I think it should be a very clear signal to all brands to start with that question. How can we invest? Not all brands have the budgets. I don't know that we have the budget at CodeWord, probably not. But it's a great place to start because that's what they're asking for. I think secondly, we may have discussed this earlier, but there is some some sense of, I've invested so much in your brand. I've purchased your product. I've become a brand ambassador. I've talked about it. I've been shopping at your store for 15 years. We have these stated needs and priorities in our community. Mm-hmm. It would be really fantastic if you came through. And I think it's really important for them to do so. Now, what form that takes, I, I really don't know. Um, it doesn't have to be huge and splashy. You know, at CodeWord, we talk a lot about the tension that exists with brands between reaching folks. Mm-hmm. How many people can we reach? What's the maximum amount of people can, we can reach with this campaign? versus building a community and creating a smaller group of folks that are much more excited about your brand or your product. And I think that's a good place to start. How can we get on the ground with folks within the community and do something tangibly different? I think that's good. And it doesn't always have to be something that costs a lot of money. I'm working with a client who does have a pretty decent sized budget and they're trying to engage um, the Hispanic community in particular. And Mm. one of the things that I've been working with them on is that they're finding that some of their traditional methods aren't generating the same type of results that they were anticipating. And part of it is, is they're, they haven't historically been taking a approach where they're connecting in the community But, you know, as I've been advising them, like, it's more of like, you've got to get grassroots. Like, you've got to really connect at a local level. And that might not always be the way that people are thinking about. Like, I think a lot of times brands want to do use their traditional toolkit. But as you're engaging with different communities, investing in the community doesn't always mean we're going to make a donation here. It could mean we're going to go show up and this may be an informed investment. We're going to sponsor the local little league team. We're going to go and we're going to spend time um, highlighting these local businesses. We're going to be present in the community. In our presence in the community, you'll find ways to support and invest in them in different ways um, based upon what it is that they really need. 
Um, grassroots might not be the way for everybody, but some of it, the brand might only be able to do some, you know, investment in charities and that could be appreciated, but there's no one right way to do it. I don't think. Yeah, there, there isn't. And that's a fantastic point about, like, I think there's, there's tension between the way that we've always done it. Gosh, every marketing department faces this, especially (laughs) when they're asked to do something a little bit different. And I think it's scary to think about. I've got to invest in X community. I've never been there. So you're probably going to have to think differently about how you're going to measure success to begin with. Um, but also, I think what, what you might be alluding to is the idea of providing a lasting impression. And even if it's small scale, investing in that little league team is going to, it, that impression is going to land, it's going to stick for a longer period of time than trying to educate that community or X community on xyz the historical figures how your people got here what their struggles have been <laughs> yes. right like that yes. narrative that we're so used to seeing that we've heard so many times that we maybe already know so why invest in it in the first place um think about so doing something tangibly on the ground yeah 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 i love it All right. This has been a really fascinating conversation. I'm so glad we had the chance to do it. Any parting words of wisdom for marketing and business leaders that want to engage diverse communities um, in a meaningful way, specifically um, during these heritage months, but especially beyond? (laughs) Sure. Oh, we've learned quite a bit. First, you're not going to make everyone happy, but if you have a clear objective and maybe one that isn't so tied to your business objective, that's a great place to start ideating because it's likely that for this month in particular, the community you're trying to reach, they might not respond to the normal way that you create these marketing campaigns. Um, I think secondly, I don't know how many brands do this, but I'd love to see more brands in like manner, like, like we did up front with the survey is ask the communities what they want. You know, they have their own priorities and those priorities shift over time. And there are a lot of elements in play there's some social stuff going on, you know, in two years time, the Hispanic community broadly might feel very differently about their social political priorities. Ooh, is that a scary space for brands to play in? Or is it a bold move for you to do something very tangible that'll help the community, even if it's on a small scale? And maybe lastly, we're, we're critical people, <laughs> I'll say, uh, <laughs> um, in a fun way. And, and as much as there was some chatter around uh, critiquing, you know, the NFL's effort or the Great British Bake Off and how they were maybe a little bit off with Mexican Week. Um, I think all those efforts are appreciated, right? They, they do something for someone. So don't be afraid to get in on it. Start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the feedback, if you view the feedback as a gift, it's an opportunity to get better. Right. And people will appreciate if you take their feedback and apply it, if they can see the progress that you've made. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's a fantastic way to maybe put a ribbon on this. Listen to the people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Thank you again, Arturo. This has been a really enlightening conversation. Yeah, this was uh, super lovely. We'll chat again. Arturo had so many cool things to share. And if I could implore you to take action on what you've heard today, I want to leave you with two great options to do so. First off is talk to people who are part of the communities you serve to find out what it is they want and need from you. 
There's no need to guess or fumble around trying to come up with something you think they'll like when you could just ask. Besides, it's a great way to develop a deeper degree of intimacy with them. A second option, and to be clear, you can do both. A second option is to invest time and energy investing into the diverse communities you want to serve. Get in there and get amongst the people so you can have a clear view of how your brand can work to lift them up and support them on issues that are important to them, even if it isn't directly connected to your brand. Engaging with and uplifting the people who are parts of the communities you want to serve are essential in your quest to make them feel like they belong with you. Which option will you choose? Let me know. I want to hear all about it. That's it for today's episode. If you like the show, I'd love it if you'd subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review for it. It really does help the show and helps others discover it. And wouldn't it be great if there were more people practicing inclusion and making more people feel like they belong? I think so. Also, I want to hear from you. If you have a question, a comment on this episode, a previous episode, or in general, or if you just want to say hi, I like those kinds of messages too, send me a voicemail at inclusivemarketing.co slash voicemail. That's inclusivemarketing.co slash voicemail. I'd love to feature your question and comments on the show. Until next time, remember, everyone deserves to have a place where they belong. Let's use our individual and collective power to ensure more people feel like they do. Thanks for listening.